Welcome to the All Outdoors Photography Podcast with your hosts, Henry Doyle and Ryan Taylor, where we discuss all things related to outdoor and nature photography. In today's episode, we talk about strategies for creating YouTube videos and video content. All right, welcome back to the podcast, and this is episode 10, so quite the big milestone. Somehow, we've already made it to 10. Um, didn't 100% know if we'd make it this far. Uh, we did lose one, but... Uh, we've got a pretty interesting topic tonight. So for tonight's episode, we got uh, we're going to be talking about uh, YouTube and video making overall. So uh, me and Henry, of course, both have YouTube channels. We've been running them for uh, a little while now, I'd say, and we're just going to be yeah discussing kind of all things videography related, which it's goes hand in hand at least for both of us with mm. photography as well. Yeah. Um, so the first thing we wanted to talk about here was how did you kind of get into video making? So Ryan, I'm going to start with you. Um, <laughs> good question. So it kind of goes way back. And these are just kind of like little things along the way that I just kind of did that were related to video making. So it wasn't anything like too drastic. Like I knew this was my career path or anything. Uh, so back way back in about, I think it was elementary school, maybe fifth grade. Um, I took this after school curricular and it was literally just called tech club. And, uh, back then we had windows, you know, XP, the old dinosaur computers they're just really really old but we ran like slideshows on like microsoft powerpoint and it was pretty neat we just kind of made like little you know just learn goofy little effects with these printed out you know documents and we just follow the instructions and we learned how to make like i said video slideshows we kind of just worked with software so um, i feel like that's one of the times early on when i was like growing up that I really kind of got an interest in technology and you know specifically videos um, and then a little bit of flash forward to in high school, uh, some of my friends, mutual friends at least, were making a video club. And so this is obviously we're older, so we were a lot more involved. And so we all kind of meet up, I think a couple times a month, if I recall, uh, after school. And we just share on like little jump drives. We just put on the PowerPoint, or I mean on a projector rather, in a classroom. And we all just share videos we made. And I made everything from like Lego stop motion to like- Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, too. yeah, that's right. You too. Yeah, I was. It was a really bad like force because you know it takes forever to make that. Mm -hmm. And I think I still have the video file actually, but it's like a four second one of just a stick or a minifigure that looks like me walking, and that's literally the whole video. But I shot that with the DSLR because uh, stop motion obviously you take frame by frame. So and that was took that with my first uh, was Canon Rebel T3, uh, quite a few years ago now. But yeah, we made everything from that to uh, sketch comedy with some of my friends, just like we'd actually write out scripts. We'd learn, well, not really learn, but I mean, it was just off the cuff kind of acting and just, it was just goofy, you know, subject matter. We just, anything we could do after school. And it was, it was a lot of fun um, just sharing those and just seeing the, what everyone kind of creatively speaking came up with. Um, and then another third thing mainly for me is just, and this is throughout my life and still now. Uh, it's really just watching just movies of all kinds, documentaries, um, uh, especially YouTube. I mean, obviously, because that's what I do um, on the side here is just watching how because uh, people like to consume movies. But like I also like to kind of break down what they do, uh, like the angles they shoot at or just different, you know, what really goes into making a cinematic film or just even like a daily vlog on a YouTube channel. Um, so, yeah, video making has always been a big part of just me and what I do, creatively speaking. Yeah, about that stop motion, though. I feel like every kid made some kind of Lego stop motion. Uh, and that used to be the rage, I think, back in 2010 or something or whatever. Yeah, in the past decade yeah, and a half. Those were the days. 
I, I more so consume yeah. them. I that that one little mere attempt at making one, I was like, this isn't worth it. You know, the people that spend hours upon hours making a like fifteen minute f- like video is just insane to me. But it, they yeah, have to be dedicated to make those. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, got you in the video. Yeah. So how I got into video making, uh, I'd say it's probably been I've probably been doing it for I'd say probably over ten years. Uh, I used to shoot little like videos with my cousins um, in my basement. I used my dad's old Nikon DSLR camera, and we used to just shoot these dumb little videos. And we would edit them together on our phones with like iMovie. Um, and they were really bad, but I think that's really where my interests got kind of peaked for that. Um, and then I remember specifically in like fifth grade or something, I went to this movie camp with one of my best friends and we literally, I don't think the leader of the camp really wanted to teach us. So she literally just let us have a, let us use a Mac for a week and use the college campus. It was on the college and use the college campus and shoot a video. So my friend and I shot this like hour long movie. It really wasn't that good, but it was really kind of my first dip into kind of full making a full video because we like edited it on computer software. Um, so that was fun. And then after that, um, I think for Christmas, I was gifted like a little camcorder. You know what I'm talking about? Like those, they're kind of long, not very wide, and they have the little flip out screen. Oh, yeah. Little cutesy camcorders you used to sell. Yep. Um, and if you've ever watched the video versions of my podcast, I actually still record on that camcorder today for those. Uh, so fun fact there, but uh, that kind of got me into more serious stuff. Uh, I after that I started a bunch of YouTube channels, and I made a bunch. Uh, my first one was this Lego channel with my friend. I think we only made like three videos. Um, after that, I did like a superhero channel where I talked about like theories and movies and stuff. Uh, I actually really enjoyed doing that. I wish I probably would if I had kept that up probably would have had some subscribers by now, but it was pretty cringy to be honest, but I would like sit, I would sit in front of a green screen and like just talk for like 20 minutes and do add no B roll in or anything. Uh. <laughs> and I, I use like a spotlight that you put in your yard, you know, sticking in the ground. Uh. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. Yeah. So I, I took, <laughs> yeah, I, t- I took an, Ike- I took an Ikea shelf and then I put that in like a basket on top of it as my lighting. It was crazy. Um, <laughs> crazy like ghoul lighting. Uh, that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Scary. Uh, and that channel is, that channel is still out there. So if you can find it, I'm not going to put the links, but if you guys can find it, I'll, I'll give you $10. I, I promise. You so. get 10 internet points. <laughs> yes. It will allow you, you on get, the podcast. You'll be a guest. Yes. Uh-huh. Heck, you could be a host if you want. You're not going to find it. So yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, then after that, I did my first tech channel, um, which I think I did like 20 videos on that, and I just talked about random things, like any kind of piece of tech. Um, and I took that pretty seriously. I think I still was editing an iMovie, um, but I like those videos. But I eventually deleted that because. Uh, I was just like an eighth grader and people at my school found it. And you know how that goes. You sometimes don't want people seeing all that stuff. So I think I deleted those. Um, and then I got into, I'm sorry, this is so long and complicated, but 
then I got into travel videos. So I did a video when I went to Alberta, Canada. Uh, have you ever seen like Lake Louise and that kind of stuff? Uh, I can't recall. I don't think so. Well, it's the thing is, it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. I'm mad I was doing video back then because I would have gotten some great photos. But I took that camcorder and made some pretty cool travel videos. It was kind of like a vlog, but I didn't really vlog myself. I kind of narrated over the events of each day. Um, so I was pretty proud of that. And I mostly just made that for my family. Um, I did another one for a couple other trips. And then, uh, then I stopped doing that for a while. Um, because I just was really uninspired by it. I didn't know what type of videos to make. Um, I kept doing kind of some freelance editing jobs. I still did, still do those today. Um, but then I kind of discovered photography out of that video hobby. So it kind of evolved into that. And now I'm kind of back to doing video again in relation to my photography. So that's kind of my journey. It's quite a long one. Uh, I liked it so much at one point that I really wanted to go to film school. But I changed my mind on that because I realized most good directors don't even go. So if I wanted to do that, I wasn't going to go to film school. So that's my video story there. Wow. That's, I think it's neat how you can, like, in hindsight, connect all the dots there. Because you, your story, I mean, mine's kind of scattered, I guess. But yours is very, uh, like, diverse. Like, the amount of different things you did related to video are very mm -hmm. different. Like, you went from the travel blog to yada yada. I mean, you just kind of had everything was on opposite ends of the spectrum of it. But it was, like, still video to you, which is really mm -hmm. neat. I think it's really and I Yeah. And I forgot to mention um, how I really got into photography from video is I upgraded in 2017, I think, from my camcorder to the Canon M50, which is a little uh, APS-C. It's very similar to ADD and like performance and stuff. They, they marketed uh, it as a vlogging camera, I believe. Yes, and that's why yeah. I bought it because I wanted to do video. But then I kind of lost my passion for the video at the same time. So that's how I really discovered photography. Uh, it turns out that camera wasn't really that great for photography, and I didn't like the lens lineup, so I upgraded to the RP. But that's how I kind of evolved into photography from the video stuff. Hmm. That's really neat. I mean, my, my story is not quite as glamorous. I just kind of did video stuff on and off, as I said, along the way growing up. But like, then I just kind of discovered photography. I was like, oh, cool, I'll do this. It wasn't, it wasn't really like there's some magical harmonious you know thing that happened where i was like oh they both united as one it was kind of like eh, i found photography and i was like this is what stuck for me and then just a couple of years later i just you know it was like you know it was like new year's it was around new year's it's the end of the year and i was like i should just start a youtube channel which i mean mm -hmm. that might as well get in our next thing is why both of us chose to start on youtube i guess yeah so the reason i decided to start on youtube um like I said, I'd had a lot of channels in the past. And once I discovered photography, I really had a passion for it. Um, and I really, like, I learned everything I could about it. So I really wanted to share some of that knowledge. Uh, and I had learned so much from YouTube. So I really wanted to do the same for others. Uh, so I think I started, it's been about a year now. I really haven't been doing it consistently for that long. Um, I've been doing pretty much weekly uploads since of course I've taken some pretty long breaks, but pretty much weekly. Um, but yeah, I just started to kind of, I don't know. I wanted to grow a nice audience, which hasn't happened yet, but I'm sure if I keep posting someday, um, just gotta keep I've been, yeah, 
Uh, I'm getting close to kind of that monetization number, uh, which is exciting. I'd, I don't really like it for the monetization because I know, I know I won't make any money from that. But the cool thing is once you get to that eligibility, you also get promoted in the algorithm more. Hmm. So that's cool. So. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not quite there yet, honestly. But you've, it's amazing how you've done it. Oh, What's that? I didn't hear. That. I would bet you are pretty close. It's only like four thousand views that you have to have. I, I would bet you have that by now. Yeah, I think as of now I'm at three thousand, somewhere around there, maybe. So yeah, okay. I'm I'm probably pretty close. Yeah, now that I think about it. So that doesn't sound too far off, at least. That's pretty cool. How you do a daily or not daily, a weekly uh, videos. Is that once a week? You said. Uh, yeah, I've gone back between, I was doing twice a week for a while, but it just got too crazy. So I'm doing once a week now. I'm probably going to take these, this week off because I have literally zero time, but I've been posting every Saturday for the past couple months. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's quite impressive. I mean, and you still are fleshing out new videos. They're like different from one another. Like it's nothing really just feels homogenized. So it's, it's pretty neat that you can yeah. do that. So yeah, for me, um, YouTube was just like a thing. It was just like an afterthought. Uh, like I just said a little bit ago, it's like it was, I think, December 2018. And um, I was starting to really, those like past six months at that time where like I was getting really into photography um, and what I do more so, just like get really involved in it, so to speak. And then I was like, at the time thinking about kind of where I wanted to go with it. And I was like, well, I want to uh, get on social media with it a little bit here and there. Um, and I want to start a blog and I was like, I want to do a video channel. I did like all these things and started them all up at once. It's kind of nutty of me. So I was like, 2019 was like new year's resolutions were basically to make all this. So I made like a Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, I tried to run those to moderate success. And then I started a blog and which I do semi-regularly. I try to post once or twice a month. And then there's the YouTube channel, which, um, is something that, um, as of lately, I've been trying to post more often, I think, cause I have taken, like Henry said, uh, for his channel, I've taken some kind of month-long breaks uh, where I just either I had no time, like uh, last year when I was doing festivals, or I just simply wasn't quite feeling inspired, honestly. Uh, but now more than ever, I'm kind of realizing that like it's something, it's a creative outlet that kind of supplements the photography itself. Um, and I find it really important. It's kind of just come a part of my workflow, honestly, to when I go out to a place, uh, whether it's new or old, to just vlog my day or just, you know, shoot some B-roll that may just be like a kind of like an immersive video, not even have me speaking, but just may show off like a nature scene and make that a video. So it's just another way of kind of create an outlet to really express myself and to uh, document nature in a different kind of way. But I've been doing it about a year and a half now, I think. Uh, yeah, it's been going about two years and I've racked up about 50 subscribers. It's not, it's not a lot, but um I have gotten a few good comments from people that somehow found my videos, uh, amazing as that seems. And I've met quite a few people <laughs> along the way as well. So it's been very rewarding. Uh, bar none, all the countless hours of work you have to do, recording, shooting, uh, then editing, gosh, and the computer. But um, I didn't- A whole other piece. Yeah, that's, that's a whole other episode, honestly. But it's just it's so much to it. But I've been really enjoying the process, uh, no matter how much stressful and you know time-consuming it gets. Yeah, that's that's really cool. So you've been doing it for almost two years now, I guess, right? So, I mean, a little over a year and a half. That's awesome. Uh, did, did you kind of start doing what you're doing now right away, like 
have you always post like photography videos on your YouTube channel or has it ever been anything different? Uh, yeah, when I started this one, which it's, uh, I'll link it in all the show notes, but it's literally just my name, Ryan Taylor. Um, I started this one solely with photography in mind and, uh, yeah, I just wanted to express really what I do and docu- like I said, document it, record it, uh, try something different. Cause you know, we're all as photographers so used to, uh, us being behind the lens and the camera, but I was kind of thinking, I kind of want to have, I feel like I have something else to share and, you know, explaining the shots, uh, explaining my workflow, my editing process, or like I said, just documenting the things I see in front of me. And, uh, I find the videos in essence are like almost like a time capsule where it's like, you know, it's encapsulating a moment in time, like a photograph would. And I wanted to share that with, you know, prospective viewers as well. Yeah, that's awesome. So what kind of general content do you like to produce? Are you more, are you more like inside outdoors? Like what kind of stuff do you like to make? Uh, I'm really kind of all over the place. Um, I don't really want to call it unfocused, but yeah, I just kind of like, it's like I said, it's like a creative outlet. So I kind of just do whatever I feel like, honestly, like, uh, I just have like a list of ideas for videos and I'll be like, whenever the time comes, if I have to wait for it or when I do have time, I'll record them. Uh, so I really just post, uh, whatever I feel like I'll be indoors. Sometimes I'll record a video there. Sometimes I'll record a video and I might not like it, scrap it, or I may start it, you know, just not really feel it, scrap that. Um, but it might end up as like a blog post or something. So it's kind of, I'm flexible like that. Uh, but most of my videos I'd say overall are outdoors. At least that's what I prefer to do. I like to use that channel mainly to document the outdoors and what I do. Um, and not be so much hold up in my house talking about being outdoors. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I guess that's what the podcast is here for in a way. Um, yeah. But, I mean, the contents, like I said, it's, it's 50, 50. I try to make a 50, 50 split and I post, you know, every once in a while, just different kinds of videos. Um, one series actually probably my biggest project on that channel so far has been, it's called on location. Um, uh, and that's, I have a whole like, statement I made on my website, which I'll link to in the show notes that has just kind of description of what I do or what I did really. And uh, essentially what I did for this video series is I went to a lot of familiar places I've been to photographing previously, but uh, more so I wanted to go to new places to me um, that were you know outside of kind of my town and uh, just visit new places and basically document what I saw, you know, first reactions, uh, photograph different subjects, uh, lots of kind of humorous bits in between, uh, lots of B-roll, and just kind of it's made to really inform people that may visit these parks and different places and, you know, what's really out there for them to see. And so I actually, by the end of it, I think I spent over over a year on this project just doing it, you know, almost once a week. I would go out and record, taking a few month breaks in between. And I ended up with about 69 videos, uh, believe it or not. And that's one video for each location. Wow. Yeah, it's it's a very. I have a whole playlist on my channel about it, uh, so you can watch them in order. So it's pretty amazing to see. I think um, from the very first video, which is one of my first videos I recorded on that channel, it's very bad by my standards now. Uh, it's just terrible. <laughs> but uh, you can see you can see the evolution as I go to the very last video at a um, local park, kind of where I got my start in photography. But you have to watch the video to see. Um, and you can just see my editing style and just everything kind of got, I would think, I hope, uh, got more higher quality. Um, so, it, and even by the end of that, um, I had like a blooper reel, a gag reel. I made like a little trailer for the, you know, the whole entire series. So it kind of just, it grew to be this 
giant like monster that consumed me whole almost because I spent so much time doing this and I was so like deadlocked on it. If I was going to a place, I recorded a video. And so it was a very ambitious project and um, I really like how it turned out overall. And then, uh, yeah. Uh, so, and then I also do on and off, at least I did during that time, I did some editing videos, just like a basic, you know, behind a webcam and computer thing. And uh, I call those after capture as in, you know, after the shutter capture. Uh, so those were okay. I don't really like doing those just cause I don't like editing. So I feel like they're kind of just boring. I don't know. I just wasn't really enthused to make them, but I, it was something I wanted to try at least. But um, I definitely like the more adventurous aspect of uh, video making. And then uh, the third real main, I guess, piece of my channel is I call nature blips. And they're basically just anything where I'm not really speaking. It's it's more about the sounds, the sights and sounds of you know nature, essentially, and just what I see out there. So they're much more like kind of like almost like stock footage in a way. They're just kind of detailing places I go and uh, you know places I've been and just showing you know what I really do out there photographing. And really about the nature itself more than it is about me and what I'm seeing. That's, I mean, I watched this on location series. I think pretty much first when I first came to know you on Instagram, and those I think I binge watched them in like two weeks. Oh, wow. they, they were so good. I oh, highly suggest your to check it out. Oh, like, stop! <laughs> really good, really good. Yeah, and yeah. it's nice. It's nice to like see an on location video from like the perspective. I like to think we're kind of similar in our style and kind of the level of photos we take. Um, so it's nice to see someone on the same level as you go out in the field and do stuff. It's nice to compare what you do with, uh, with them. And it's just, it was a really great series. Uh, Thank you. Really enjoyed it. I, yeah. you know, I'd love to do that someday, but I don't, I don't think I could. It's just, it's, I can't imagine how much work. It's, um, like I said, it was spanned out over, I think, yeah, over a year. But like I said, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. It's, it's a lot of work. And uh, it's surprisingly enough for anyone that's curious might be, um, I really didn't script any of those videos necessarily. I did, I did a lot of research on the locations, obviously, because I kind of had to, you know, driving directions. And um, I would definitely, you know, sit down for like a couple days and just kind of study the, like the maps, the trail maps, I'd print them out. Um, I'd look at kind of hot spots. I'd look at like, even like on like Google maps and like Yelp, I would look at, uh, people that posted photos of the place and I'd kind of get an idea. I look at street view. I mean, I, I really like deep dive into these locations so I could, you know, feel like I'd be fully immersed in what I was doing. So it wasn't, I don't get the idea of like, I just kind of showed up and I was like, Oh, I saw a flower. I mean, I really did do a lot of forethought research into these places, but I definitely got there and was surprised at what I saw. It's awesome. Um, And did you like, did you have to like carry like a second tripod and everything? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Some of those places, some were a lot more remote um, where I didn't see anyone for hours or even the whole day. Like if it was a rainy day, I probably didn't see anyone because most people aren't crazy and want to stay out in the rain, you know, or downpour like I would. But um, a lot of those, yeah, I just would be two tripods, two cameras and just be looking in. I just look really kind of weird, I guess, even at like a community park because I'm just fumbling around with all this heavy gear in a backpack. Uh, but yeah, somehow I made it work. Well, it can't tell that there was any struggle. There are amazing videos. So yeah. <laughs> please check this out. All right, thanks. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, for my content, uh, I really, right now, I do 
pretty much 100% indoor videos, uh, just because I like that kind of studio stuff. Um, I am the producer of like a local morning news show for my uh, school. So I really like dealing with like studio lighting and camera settings and tripods, all that kind of stuff. Audio. I really like diving into those stuff. And that's really what brings me kind of happiness when I make videos. So sometimes it's even, I derive more enjoyment usually from actually putting together the gear and kind of setting up a cool shot than actually, you know, the content. I got to get better on that. But that's, uh, so that's kind of the content I like to produce, kind of controlled content. So I do like editing tutorials like you do, Rylan, or Rylan, Ryan. Um, I do like, kind of talking head videos where I kind of just talk about a topic. Um, I do reviews, kind of in-depth reviews. Uh, I do reactions. Like I, I react to other people's work. Uh, I credit them, of course. It's not like I just steal the work. Now that's an, that's something I've never uh, done, but I'd like to kind of include more people like that. Because so far the channel's just been me, about me only. Like I haven't really mm -hmm. featured anyone else. Yeah. Um, and then what I also do is... I tried doing live streams for a while. Uh, that was fun. I might start them up again if I start to gain a little bit of traction. I might try to pull people. Uh, no, no, that's why I stopped. But oh, I was, no, I, I didn't know you did live streams at all. It was it was way back. I would say it was probably in November of last year. Uh, but I, I did enjoy those. Um, and let's see, what else do I do? Yeah, and I also do like. Kind of just, I do do some like short films. I haven't done one in a long time, but I did a pretty good one last year uh, about hiking. It's just literally called Hike. Uh, I actually, that was the video I used to apply for Governor's School for the Arts, the photography program. I didn't get in, but <laughs> that was the video I used. Uh, so I'm pretty proud of that. And I do plan to make some more short films like that. So it was funny. I literally, you probably had to deal with this for your on location series. Well, you just said you did, but uh, I had to bring out my big heavy video tripod out into the woods. <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> Funny story, I was doing a nice pan shot of a lake, and then it fell into the water. Luckily, wow. my camera was off of it. I had just taken my camera off, but the tripod fell fully in the water, and it still has mud and some cracks that I just can't get to. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd rather so have that's kind of the water, though, honestly. Uh -huh. You can wash that yeah. out. That's that's kind of the gist of my channel. Um, I do pretty much once a week content, like I said, uh, and just really kind of studio focused. I like to do nice B-roll shots with my uh, video tripod, so I get those nice panning shots and the tilting shots for reviews and other kind of videos. So yeah, that's pretty much my channel. Yeah, I like I like the content you produce because it's like I said, it's very different from what I do. I think overall, um, like what, what draws you to do more indoor videos and more gear related stuff? Uh, well, like it's I said, I like the studio aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And then I, as much as I want to do an on location video, I just, I don't want to ruin the experience of photography for me. And I, I perfectly understand why other people do it. I just, I feel like it would ruin the fun for me. I really just like to kind of be out there on my own with my own thoughts and just kind of take photos. So, you know what? It's yeah. I, I totally understand what you're saying because I 
I kind of, I pretty much thought the same way when I went out that first, like for, I mean that on the, that first on location wasn't my first video I posted or ever made, but like it was like the first one in the field, of course. And I totally had the same thought because it, you know, by the end of the day, I'm like, do I really want to put this out there? Cause it just felt so like kind of weird and kind of hokey, I guess. But Forced Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, well, yeah, I mean, I literally had to force myself to get up on this cold, like Jan, I think it was January or February morning. Um, you had to watch the video, I guess everyone, but it's yeah. And it was just, I had to like get out there and make something. And I like, I had no idea what it would be. I don't even think I had the on-cation name tagged to it. I was just kind of like, I'm going out, I'm making a video. That was like my goal. So whatever comes out, you, did it. So Yeah. And you've put pressure on yourself to find good. I feel like when you're making videos in the field, you put pressure to f- make good photos. Like, I, I feel like I would feel, because I would say when I'm out in the field, I'd say 50% of the time I don't get usable photos. Well, not 50, but probably 30% of the time I don't get good photos. And yeah. what do I do if I'm filming a vlog and that's all I have time for? in the week i don't have time to film something else so there goes my weekly video you know you, you know i've i also um i sound like the wise old man but i mean it's just what i've learned from doing all these is that there's only about maybe two or three videos where i'm just like by the end of it you know i edit the video edit the photo and i'm like i don't have anything here there's no story there's no nothing happening you know what i mean there's only about two or three i think where i really was like this is a failure um, even the ones where I was just kind of like not really, not really knowing what I was doing in the moment, or just afterwards, I was like editing the photos, and I was like, "Well, this is actually not so bad." You know, everything, you know, the the B roll, all the speaking bits, everything, the photo, it's all kind of comes together at the end. Sometimes I don't see it in that moment, but like by the end, the finished product, I'm like, "This, the finished creation." I'm just like, "This is actually not too bad." So, yeah, I'd say you'd be really surprised what actually ends up happening uh, if you put in enough effort into it. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure I'll try it someday, but for now I'm, I'm really content making the studio videos. Uh, I actually yeah. just started shooting in 4k, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. Uh, I've always, I always upscale the 4k, but now I actually started shooting. That's what so I that, do. I upscale. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I didn't think I would notice much of a difference, but I really do. Like it's insane. It's going to be hard for me to go back now. <laughs> The problem is I don't even personally for me, I don't even watch videos online in 4k, like 720p at best. Like I just, my internet must be slower. I don't know, but it's yeah, not, see, it's not worth see it the thing, that's what I was thinking too. But then I watched it in 480p and it still looked amazing. Like it's just, there's just something about it. It's so good. Hmm. Yeah. I'll keep it in mind at least. Um, I will say, have you ever thought about if he did, I know I keep pressuring you to do these videos, but I was like, if you ever do an in the field video or start doing them more, uh, would you ever like try like a GoPro maybe? Cause that's a, it's a pretty lightweight solution. I would still vlog your day. Yeah. I, I was definitely, I've looked at like the Osmo pocket, which is like that little gimbal mini gimbal thing. Have you seen that? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I know you've talked about it briefly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've looked at either that or a GoPro. I think that's what it would have to be. I'm not going to carry around another whole camera for that <laughs> yeah, i don't even want to carry around the second tripod i just i'll mount it i'll put a gorilla pod in a tree or something i don't know <laughs> i know honestly i've had a few, few videos where um I, for whatever reason i didn't bring a tripod or second tripod and I, or even tripod at all and i was like you have to really get creative and it's actually i see it as a challenge and actually kind of fun because i would have to 
like if there's a, um, I don't know what you call it, like an opening in a tree, but it's like eye level, I'd prop up my camera. Um, if there's like a branch that was hanging out just right and level, I'd you know put on the camera strap around it and just hang the you know the camera from the tree. So like you really do get creative. <laughs> wow. Yeah, like I don't know. I just kind of use whatever resources I had around me, which is literally the, the environment. So it, it was actually kind of fun doing some of those mm-hmm. videos like that without you know lugging around two tripods, like you said, which does get cumbersome at times. But I, I do want to, like you said, those nature blips. I do like the idea of that. And since my camera shoots some great video, I think I might just, when I have it on the tripod and I've got some free time while I'm out in the field and there's not any good photos, why not just shoot a, maybe a time lapse or just shoot some nice footage of a waterfall or something. So I definitely yeah. want to get into that. It's definitely um, like certain days I'd go out, I shoot a vlog, but I also shoot enough B-roll where I do make a separate video for that as well. But some days I just go out and shoot literally just footage, not of me, but just everything around me. And uh, those are pretty nice because uh, I'm very introverted. So it's like talking in front of the camera is very exhausting, which kind of sounds weird because I'm usually alone when I you know, talk to the camera. But it's like it's hard for me to explain things, I guess. So those videos are very nice. Mm-hmm. It's, there's no it's almost more relaxed and there's no pressure because I'm just doing what's in front of me, like a waterfall or you know, a sunset or something like that. So I find them much more easier to make almost. Have you made any vlogs since the on location series or did you kind of stop that? Uh, yeah, it's, I've been doing them a lot less. Um, that on location thing, like I said, I was like laser focused on making those and um, for lack of a better word, churning them out pretty consistently, which I did, like I said, for about a greater part of a year. Um, I've done a couple of them. I have a playlist. Um, I guess, let me say my little tagline. I would, if you've watched any of the videos, I always say make sure to get out there. And that's kind of like usually my tagline at the end of the video. Um, and I kind of, you know, kind of spurred that off really into another playlist. And I called that get out there on my YouTube channel. And uh, so far I have three videos up and they're all shot with GoPro, which I actually happen to get right after finishing the, the on location series. And um, yeah, it's, it's a little different like pace, I guess, because now I go out and it's not about the location necessarily and me talking about, you know, the features of the park or wherever I'm at. It's just more like photographing and showing my day. So it's a lot different actually, at least for me, but um, I've been enjoying them all the same. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. So you're kind of just more, your on location was kind of more documentation, I guess. And, or yeah, it's it, the on location's weird because like uh, I kind of tried to make them more like timeless. I wanted to make them more like you could watch them at any point and kind of get the idea of what the place is about. So they're, they're a lot more informational. Like I was photographing things. Sure. But like a lot of the, especially the uh, expository, you know, openings of me talking, I'm usually detailing the features of the park, how, how many acres, how much miles of trail, the terrain. I'm like kind of just listing out everything for you um, almost. Uh, but yeah, those are mainly, I look at them now and they're, they are a moment in time. Cause like I went, you know, I went to a certain park in a certain season. So it's a little, it's a little more interesting, I guess, in that regard. Um, but I got some great photos that kind of just stand the test of time. And it's great to finally have some kind of video to document that as well. Yeah, that's cool. So you mentioned that you used a GoPro now. What did you use to shoot the on location series? Uh, it's my first DSLR, my Rebel T3. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Which is actually a pretty good camera, um, at least for video. So it's for anyone that wants to do videos like we do or in the field, I guess, in this example, 
Um, you don't need a you don't you don't need a high power camera. I, I'm serious. I didn't even use an external mic for any of it. Like no joke. So it was all in camera, video, and audio. And uh, I did a little bit with the EOS ADD, like video, I will say. But um, most of it of me like speaking was just that camera, and most of it was 24 millimeter prime or yeah prime wide angle lens. Um, I did kind of upgrade later on, but then I dropped the camera in the water and my wide angle lens, unfortunately. So. I kind of brought the the whole series to a halt, and the last couple of episodes, as a result, I just recorded with my phone, which actually worked out pretty well too. So, <laughs> got to be resilient, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, a phone's a great option too. I'm sure, um, especially for the in studio videos like I do. If I mean, I've set up my phone before for different projects, and it looks great with that lighting. I mean, it's really hard to notice the difference, especially if you're just posting to YouTube or Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's, it's and, audio is more important in some regards. Uh, I mean, but I know how Thomas Heaton, he said, I think about six years ago, his first video, it's like a five minute video. He recorded the whole thing with his phone and look how big he is now. So you got to mm-hmm. start somewhere, I guess. Yeah. And he just records on the M50 today. Like that's just a, uh, it's still expensive, but it's under a thousand dollars for the lens and the camera. And, you know, he's got 400,000 subscribers and, you know, he, I don't, maybe he's recording on Fuji now, but you know, you don't need a cinema to camera to record good YouTube videos. So. He, he changes cameras like every day. It seems like, uh, especially yeah. lately. Yeah. 5D Mark IV, Fuji, you know, yeah, film. He's got, he's got all this, every day it's like a new film camera he's using to make a new video with it. It's, uh, it's funny, but <laughs> anyways. Um, minimalism. Yes. <laughs> so uh tell me henry or tell us uh what kind of i guess you already did your posting schedule really you said like you try to get out once a week if you can yeah it's just kind it's of not gonna happen you... for the next couple weeks but <laughs> normally yeah yeah i get that yeah i guess for me i really it's like it's, i kind of touched on it earlier i guess but it's really just whenever i'm inspired or just have the time um mainly that former uh-huh. one because like i don't like forcing a video once or twice a week um, nothing, nothing I'm ragging on against you, but it's just, I, it's not, it's not in me to do that. I can't force a video out. Um, so yeah, like I said, I've waited months, not months, but even like just weeks. And if nothing comes to mind, I just won't make something. So my, my mm. schedule is kind of just whenever I feel like it, that's honestly my attitude towards it. Yeah. I, the reason I feel inclined to YouTube is cause I really, I really want to grow a nice photographer community. I really think YouTube is the best place to do that at the moment. At least for me, I'm having a lot of trouble on Instagram. So I'm hoping maybe YouTube will kick off someday. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm not doing it a hundred percent for fame, but I just want to build a small community. I'm not talking anything big, like, you know, just a nice group of, you know, supportive fans, you know, just, People, you know what I mean? Like you want, you want a tight knit community. Scale. Like if you, if you wanted to publish a book or something, or even this podcast, like you want those handful of followers to follow your work throughout. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what you're going to. Yeah. If, yeah. Yeah. Like if I made a calendar, I, which I am going to make a calendar, but Ooh. if I made a calendar, I'd like to at least get all my money back, you know, from the, the ordering of all that stuff. Yeah. No, that's, that's totally reasonable. I, I really appreciate, or I can, I can respect that you, you know, you're following that mindset with it. Uh, pretty much same here it's really well honestly it's it sounds really 
unpretentious, but like, honestly, I do it for the craft of it. Like, it's just another thing I can put on my resume and something that I've, it's like a new medium, I guess, that I've worked with now. And I can say like, this is, if I want to share my portfolio, I'm like, here's my YouTube channel and here's what I do or have done. So it's really just the craft of it. I like the, I like the uh, kind of composing, I guess, you know, the angles of the B-roll, getting the, you know, the audio just right, just the technology aspect of it. And then uh, my speaking bits, which help me explain, you know, my processes, you know, if I'm just what I'm thinking in my head in the moment, if I'm out photographing or just my editing techniques. So it's really just, I love just the craft of it, honestly. I don't know what else to say. Mm-hmm. Yep, same here. So what kind of editing software and like recording gear do you use overall or the most at least? Yeah. So, well, for gear, um, I use my Canon RP for my video camera. It's great. Um, dual pixel autofocus is amazing for video. Uh, I can hold up a lens or something to the camera and it'll snap right into focus. It's got that nice flip out screen so I can see myself. I autofocus is nice as well. Um, and then I use, sometimes I use my Rode Video Micro for audio. Um, but most of the time I use my Samsung microphone that's getting repaired right now. It's been gone for like five weeks, but, uh, that's what I normally use. Um, that's maybe why podcast audio doesn't sound great by the way. Um, so yeah, I usually use the micro or that Samsung desktop microphone and I'm always usually recording it to OBS. So I use my Elgato 4k capture card, which is basically the same as recording into camera. So I could just record it right into computer. And say I'm filming a video and I want to just talk about one image. Well, instead of having to add that in in the editing software, I can just switch to another scene and kind of show my display capture, kind of show the image. So that's what I do in every video. Hmm. And since I don't really script, it's nice to have that freedom in case I want to show something like that. Um, And then for editing software, I'm in the Adobe suite. So I've got all the Adobe stuff. So I do... Premiere. Uh, I edit the podcasts and YouTube and Premiere. I love it. I think it's great. A lot of people have problems with it crashing. I never really do. It's very rare for me. Uh, and I don't have an amazing, the best computer in the world, but it runs great on here. Um, I think I can even play the full 4K files on this computer, which is nice in Premiere. Um, and export times aren't bad either, which is good. Uh, and then I do, I use Audition. Adobe Audition for the podcast audio. Uh, and I also use Audacity for audio stuff too. And then OBS, of course. Um, and then kind of, I don't do scripting, but for writing the descriptions and stuff, I use Microsoft Word. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I really like some of the features in there. Like a layout. And I just kind of paste, <laughs> yeah. I just kind of paste that into each video. Uh, so yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, I do have two for lighting. I've got one softbox for YouTube videos that kind of lights me. And I've got another little box light that kind of lights the background a little bit. And I do have some LED lights on my shelves. To I've got some vintage cameras in the background. And like I've got an old box of film back there. Just some other stuff to add some accents. So I've got some little LED lights that light up that. So I do need to get some new batteries for them because they're dead right now. So they haven't been in some of my recent videos, but normally I use those. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> I don't think I use any yep. of that <laughs> in contrast. <laughs> do, you even, do you use lights? <laughs> What's that? Do you even use lights? 
Oh, lights. Oh, yeah. I, I don't have a softbox necessarily. Um, well, obviously, if I'm in the field, I whatever natural light I get or just exposure compensation. Yeah. Um, sorry. I was like, yeah, do you even like <laughs> Um No, I, I mean, for indoors, yeah, because it gets more tricky with indoor lighting. And it's it's always the lack thereof than having plentiful amount, for, at least for me, because uh, my desk is in kind of like a darker corner of the room. Uh, but I do have a ring light that I use. Um, and just a couple of like these clamp lights, which I know it sounds weird and it kind of floods a little too much light. It's a little too strong because uh, you can't dim them. But um, they're, they're very, very bright. I think they're about 3,000 Kelvins, I believe, which is a nice pure white. Um, I hope I got that right. <laughs> but um, hmm. yeah, I just use those and just, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, honestly. And then um, at least for the in in studio, or in studio, I guess we'll call it, or even this podcast, I use a blue microphone, just a simple plug and play USB mic. Uh, which works pretty well, I think. Uh, but other than that, it's pretty much it. I mean, at least for the recording indoors, outdoors, got your tripod. Um, like I said, on location, I use the Rebel T3 a lot. Um, nowadays, I use a GoPro Hero 8, which um, works just as well for both B-roll, I think, and uh, recording like a vlog or something of me speaking. Um, and then do you record? Sorry. Uh, do you record inside with that GoPro too, or is that kind of just your outside camera? Uh, it's mainly outside. Yeah. If I'm on the move or something. Um, yeah, pretty much that only, um, I don't really feel the need to really use it indoors, I guess. Cause I'm just like, I'm here at my house. So it's like, I'll just set my camera on a tripod if that makes sense. Uh, but mm-hmm. I do, ha- I do have attached to it a media mod if you're aware of that. So it adds basically a hot shoot to the top. You can add an external mic, which is pretty neat. And then, oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. But also it also has built in. You don't even need the external mic if you don't want one. Uh, but it also just has a more improved omnidirectional mic on there too. And it allows uh, extra, it's like an extra housing basically feature. It's just a really neat device. And it allows. Is you that to, the eight or the nine? Or? Uh, the Hero eight. Yeah, that's the one I have. Awesome. Um, yeah. But the GoPro is just really nice to use. Um, I, I would like to eventually go back to maybe using a traditional camera um, just for in the field videos. But um, for now, it's like it's a it's a great little it's a little handy little video camera. I'm just amazed at how well the you know the quality is video and audio for how small it is. Mm-hmm. Do you shoot in 4K on that or 1080? Uh, 1080 and then upscale. Just, yeah, which is pretty much what I've always done. Um, I, I don't really feel the need to do 4K because my computer, like yours, is a lot slower. You know, so I think it's almost on its last leg. I don't know. Some days I'm questioning it. Uh, but actually, yeah, speaking of which, uh, for editing software for video, um, I use, uh, it's called VideoPad Video Editor. And they have a whole office suite, like most video software places like Adobe, you know, the bigger names have. Uh, and I actually bought, yeah, both the video editor and then a separate one called uh, Debut Video Capture. And that one's nice because you can enter, uh, you can enter, I don't know what you call it. Crap, a brain fart. Enter splice, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Intersplice a like a uh, a webcam video onto the screen, so it records your screen, and then it has if you have a webcam attached, uh, like I do, it allows that. So that's nice for like editing videos, I think, in particular. And uh, so I, I purchased both of those. You can purchase them separately, uh, which is really nice, and have a forever license or whatever. Uh, so those are the main ones I use, and yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it too. I try to keep everything kind of streamlined and simple, and so far it's worked out pretty well, I think. That's cool. I've never, I've actually never heard of that. Um, 
I explored a bunch of options back in the day. Like I said, I, I went from iMovie to like uh, DaVinci Resolve, Final Cut, all those things. I tried all of those, but I settled on Premiere. But that definitely looks cool. I know, um, someone, I know someone that uses DaVinci, and I, I tr- actually tried it before I purchased VideoPad. Um, I was like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> It's it looks good. I just don't. I, I just don't. Yeah, I just don't want to learn it. I don't know. I'm so lazy about computer stuff. Honestly, I like it, but I don't. <laughs> See, that's that's another one of my passions. Uh, computer stuff. I may not have the best computer in the world, but someday when I have the funds, I, I will definitely be building my own. Yeah, um, you, so you like, like to learn. You like to learn about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of the final question then off the show here. Uh, do you believe it is essential for a photographer to start some form of a YouTube channel? Uh, like short answer. I'd say yes. I, I think, I think it's essential. I would. Yeah. I mean, I would honestly say it's essential just because it expands your kind of repertoire, I guess your portfolio. Like it, it gives you another, creatively speaking, it gives you another outlet to really express yourself because, you know, we, we're all working, we're all visual artists at our core. And what we do is a visual medium and video is just another form of photography. I think it's, I mean, videography is pretty much as, about as close as you can get to photography speaking. And so I feel like it is really essential. Um, at least for what I do now, it's like, it's just become such a natural extension of what I do that like, I enjoy taking video as much as I do photo. And um, just the amount of exposure you get from doing that, especially in this day and age, I feel like you need to be dabbling in video in some form, honestly, if you also shoot photo. So yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say I recommend it. I would definitely agree. Uh, Video for photographers has kind of become the way a lot get discovered. I mean, I never would have found Thomas Heaton, Nick Page, any of those people on Instagram if it wasn't for YouTube. Yeah, I mean, they, they can pretty much attribute all their success to that. Obviously, they have great images, but their videos are above the others. So I guess that's what leveled them up. Plus, there's something more, I, f- I believe there's something more, um, for lack of a better word, intimate about seeing someone in the field, let's say, and they're talking through the process, and then you get to see the photo at the end. Whereas if you're just on social media, you just see a name and a face maybe, and then the photo. Like there's something more like you're saying, like Thomas Heaton's a big example because he's one of my favorites um, and so, something of an inspiration, I guess. Uh, he's really honestly one of the big reasons why I started YouTube, um, at least in this regard, uh, because I like the way he details his process and it just made everything feel much more uh, kind of relational. Like you just really get inside of his head a little bit and see the you know techniques and everything he does to make photographs. And so it makes you it's educational because you learn so much from that, but it's also just kind of entertaining the, in like a consuming media kind of way. Cause you're just learning and experiencing what they are as well. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree. I think in today's world, video is just really important to everyone, especially during this coronavirus. People are having to learn how to set up a good, good lighting for their live streams or recording messages for their boss or for the company. And I think it's just really an essential thing. And if we ever want any hope of being full-time, we have to do some type of video, I think. 
Um, so I think it's just a great skill to have, and I would definitely suggest learning it. Um, and if you're already a good photographer, you'll probably have a you probably have an advantage of, over some other people when you're starting video, because although you do have to apply different principles, the exposure triangle is still there. So that's a nice advantage you'll have if you're considering starting. It's not like you're just starting in the dark. You'll still know about lenses and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, look at this way. Most, I mean, pretty much every modern DSLR nowadays has a video mode and it's as simple as just flip that on and just hit record. And it could be you in front of the camera talking about something you're, you know, interested or passionate about related to photography, or it could be, you're just, you know, taking a video of a waterfall and just go from there. I mean, that's, that's honestly, I just, that's the best advice I could give to maybe someone that's, you know, kind of on the verge of thinking about starting a channel or, you know, just kind of getting immersed in the video is to just start it. I mean, honestly, and I feel like if you, once you put a name to a face and you could, you put your personality out there, whether it's very loud and boisterous and excitable, or if you're just more kind of quiet and chill with your just approach to it, you know, I just feel like it's overall just speaks volumes and it's a lot more important. It makes just everything like, fleshed out, I guess. You know what I mean? Yep. Kind of finishes out your photography journey almost. Yeah. Uh, I would like to say that I have, it's almost been officially a year with my uh, Canon RP, which I think is a pretty cool milestone. (laughs) Um, Of course, I still have not gotten around to making that review, uh, but, you know, I'll get to it someday. I'm going to stop promising people that it's going to come out soon, but um, (laughs) it's been a few episodes. I will. (laughs) I'll get to it someday. Uh, I did release my review of the Canon 600 millimeter F11. um, And that was actually my second best video viewed video on my channel. So I'm pretty proud of that. Hmm. Uh, So yeah, that's, I don't really have any big projects coming up. I'm just really waiting out for fall color now. Kind of done with summer. So yeah, that's pretty much it. What about you, Ryan? Uh, it's funny because uh, for this episode, it's actually my updates are really just YouTube related. So, uh, in the past week or so, I've actually uploaded not one, not two, but three videos, which is so unlike me lately. Uh, so it's quickly rattle them off here. Uh, one's just a simple, like I say, in a nature blip essentially, where I just showed like a local wetland that opened up a wetland property in my area, and I went there early one morning and just started shooting some video of the you know the flora mainly, and uh, so that's a simple little under five minute video. And then I have another one where I'm actually sitting in front of my computer, uh, just talking about trail cams. I show some video examples and uh, that one is really enjoyable to make and see all the different results you can get with it and just kind of share really what those are all about. I know you said, Henry, you never really were aware of those, were you? No, I wasn't. No, no. It's something I've thought about doing for a long time and I'm really glad I you know, finally bought one. They're not too expensive either. And you know, the weather sealed so you can leave them out pretty much all times of year. So yeah, I, I watched that video. It was really cool. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. It's, it's cool, man. I, I'd recommend it or to anyone really. Um, they're just watch the video. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's, it's neat to see what you can really find uh, in your backyard or whatever. And then I have a third video. Um, it's all shot on GoPro and it's just simply me wading through the Creek. Um, and that's pretty much it. Um, keep, Keep looking out on my channel. I think soon I'm going to make a pretty long video. I think another vlog type video of me photographing some covered bridges. So that'd be something a little different from what I'm used to. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Cool. Well, thank you guys for watching today. 
I Thank hope you. you enjoyed the episode and maybe you guys will start a YouTube channel too. So if you do send it to us, we'll watch it and promote it. Yep. Sure. <laughs> All right. Have a good All day. Right. Thank you guys for watching. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for watching the Owl Outdoors Photography Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the video version on YouTube as well. You can subscribe down below, and we look forward to seeing you in the next one. Thank you.